Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This episode is sponsored by Swanson Health. Swanson Health has been producing quality vitamins and supplements, foods, healthy home, and self-care products for over 50 years from right here in the U.S. They are the only company to offer a full spectrum of wellness products for mind, body, and home, from quality vitamins to cruelty-free beauty items and eco-friendly home products. There are over 20,000 wellness products at a great value, so no matter what your needs are, Swanson Health is there to keep you healthy. They only support products that they are proud of and would give to their own families, meaning everything is backed by the Swanson Quality Code, a strict set of quality standards that ensure you're getting the very best. And they have their own brand of vitamins and supplements, all of which are made with unsurpassed purity and potency. Check out their website and pick from all of your favorite health products, plus discover some new items to add to your wellness routine, all without breaking the bank. I was scrolling through the website, doing a little shopping for myself, and I found everything I needed and more, and all for just a fantastic price. I honestly could not be happier. And if you want to try out any of the Swanson Health's great products for yourself, use the code CUP20 for 20% off your purchase at Swanson.com. There were two more murders 15 miles away. Arrived, they found the telephone and electricity line. Weird described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. A cup of murder. Everyone, no matter their race, their circumstances, or their lifestyle, deserves a fair trial. But as we know, this isn't an opportunity afforded to everyone who passes through the criminal justice system. On July 8, 1984, a woman was killed inside of her home. And the trial that followed seemed like anything but fair. So if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. On July 6, 1984, a Louisiana woman named Sonia Nippers fell asleep on her living room sofa while watching TV. Her husband had gone off to their bedroom, so when she woke up after midnight, she headed to the bathroom before crawling into bed. 
Unfortunately, when she entered her bathroom, she was greeted by a stranger hiding behind the bathroom door, pantless and brandishing a knife. This unknown man attempted to rape the 43-year-old and, when he failed, began stabbing her with the knife. Sonia's husband, Herbert, heard the attack and attempted to break down the bathroom door to save his wife. Her attacker fled from the window he came through and Sonia opened the door on her own. Herbert led his bleeding wife to the couch where she bled to death before help could arrive. When investigators arrived at the home, Herbert told them that his wife, while being attacked, screamed that a black man was killing her. When they checked outside of the home, they found two stacked milk crates just outside of the nipper's window and a slice in the screen. It didn't take police long to find the man they assumed was responsible for the attack. In fact, they arrested him just a few hours later in his grandfather's home, just 0.4 miles away from the nipper's residence. This man, Dobie Gillis Williams, had a burglary charge and, at the time of the murder, was on a five-day furlough from Camp Beauregard and had been seen leaving his grandfather's home just an hour before the murder. However, he was a model prisoner and showed no signs of violence, hence the furlough, but police were sure that he was responsible for Sonia's death. Once he was in police custody, an officer allegedly said he would remain in custody until they, quote, got what they wanted. According to three officers who later testified, Dobie gave his full confession. At the crime scene, police found a bloodstain on the bathroom curtain that, according to the state lab, was consistent in seven categories with Dobie's, and that, statistically, it was a combination that only occurred in two and one thousand African Americans. They also found a, quote, dark pigmented piece of skin on the brick ledge of the bathroom window, and with that, Dobie Williams was indicted for first-degree murder. He stood before an all-white jury while Louisiana police gave their testimony against him. However, this supposed confession had no recording. Therefore, the jury had to rely solely on the words of three officers. They said that, according to Dobie, he jumped out of the window and dropped the knife in their yard before fleeing to his grandfather's home and hiding his bloody shirt under the porch. However, while the knife was found and so was the shirt, it contained no blood or any other forensic evidence. How could someone stab a woman to death and get no evidence on their clothing? After four days, the jury found Dobie guilty and sentenced him to death. The case was obviously appealed on a number of grounds, one of which was the unlikelihood of a man of Dobie's size quickly maneuvering in and out of the 18-inch window. The execution was stayed twice, once by the U.S. Supreme Court and another by the Louisiana governor. And during the last appeal, the defense asked for the DNA analysis to be redone as sciences had progressed greatly since Dobie's initial trial. The state's lab said that the DNA on the curtain matched Dobie, but when the defense asked to run their own test, the state refused. According to the experts on the defense's side, the state's lab tests were sloppy, had poor quality control, and were subjective to their interpretation. A federal court even overturned Dobie's sentence, but the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals overruled and the execution was back on. It was clear that there were two sides of Dobie's story, and many tried to get to the bottom of it. Unfortunately, no one was able to help Dobie Williams despite their best efforts, and on January 8, 1999, he was executed by lethal injection at the Louisiana State Penitentiary. His crime, and more specifically his death, 
became one of the subjects of the 2005 book, The Death of the Innocents, an eyewitness account of wrongful executions by Sister Prejean. In it, she noted that his defense had been weak and failed to discuss his low IQ, one that was below the range of establishing intellectual disability during the case. A fact that may have just saved his life and suggested how easily his confession could have been swayed by the officers. They also failed to argue his abusive childhood, and later, his lawyer was disbarred for his incompetence. And most damning, Sister Prejean notes how poor people and minorities are sentenced to death at a disproportionate rate to wealthier white criminals. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear a terrible thing happened on July 9th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.